Ain't gonna leave this house no longer. Gonna leave this house no more. That's achy, breaky, shaky, shaken Stevens, hero of the 80s, hero of Vivian, of the young ones, and uh, this old house. How darn good is that? And you know, at the end of a, an Easter bunny weekend, um, it's actually the Monday I'm recording for Wednesday. And yeah, I had a, I had a pretty, you know, exciting weekend. Went out and did lots of things with the family, which is uh, the wife and the dog. Actually saw some of the kids. Rather forget that. Um, did some cool things. Spent a bit of time on the road. Been out, you know, blasting around in the Telstra. Tried to get uh, Lisa to join in on another podcast. She told me to basically piss off. Fair enough, I suppose, Lisa. Um, and yeah, we got lots done. Uh, interesting observations, I suppose. Yesterday, I did a bit of a um, bit of. A, this is going to be a bit of a bits of podcast, by the way, Epicast, because you know, long weekends are a bit of a bits of thing, and there are all sorts of different automotive things that happen, and and different automotive things that people get up to over long weekends. So you know, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make this one a bit interesting, but a bit sort of fractional too in a way so yeah hold, hold tight don't uh, don't send any through any letters of complaint because i don't read them anyway okay so what did we do i did a south coast trip um from anglevale to fair way down right down to the the dirty south you know it's the dirty north versus the dirt dirty south but i did about 200 and i don't know 220 k's or something in the tesla model 3 performance i, I don't do much country driving and you know, I wasn't hanging around in it either through some of the back roads. I did not break any speed limits, but we did use a lot of the acceleration potential of the car, which is extreme for those that know. Um, you know, it's a genuine mid-eleven second car, and it, it feels every bit of that. Um, it didn't hang around, didn't play any tight-ass tricks, and yeah, you know, used half the battery in in that, or just over half the battery in that distance, which I didn't think was too bad. You know, it's equivalent of Range-wise, it's equivalent of the AMG V8 in terms of how far it'll go on a tank, about 400 k's, 450 k's, and uh, it just costs a lot less to fill it up. I did, I did some sums for all of the flogs fans and flat earthers on the internet, and uh, because they always want to know, you know, yeah, that's not very far. You're gonna have to turn around, uh, you know, here you won't even make it to the border. You won't even make it to the border and, and, and you'll stop. Well, why wouldn't you just plug into a supercharger and just fill it up in 15 minutes again? You dickheads. I think people think that because it's electric, it, you only get to fill it once or you can only fill it at one spot. You know, people don't get that there are, you know, fast charging networks out there, particularly if you own a Tesla. I mean, good luck if you own anything else in this country. Because most of the charging infrastructure in Australia is um, pretty shit. Uh, but if you own a Tesla, obviously you get to use a supercharger network and, and it's pretty painless. You don't have to go and pay. You don't have to, you know, use apps on your phone. You just pull up, press the button on the charge port door and whack, slam the charger in and walk off. You know, and you can check it on your phone if you, if you want to go and grab something to eat, go to the toilet. You know, if you're, you're filthy enough to be a smoker, have a dart. And... Um, by the time you finish that, she's ready to go another three, four hundred k's. I don't mean, see what the big deal is. But people don't sort of get that, you know. And when I was talking to someone uh, online this morning, they said to me, why do EVs constantly burst into flames for no reason? And I said, well, 
Um, why was there a um, pizza restaurant in New York City where Pizzagate occurred and where child trafficking went on? They go, that's QAnon bullshit. That never happened. Well, exactly. Just like EVs don't burst into flames. You're reading from the same news source. No, Donald Trump isn't running America, and yet Joe Biden isn't a body double, okay? You heard it here first. Honestly, I wish you that That's a problem. You know, full flat earthers believe all of that shit. And okay, I understand that. They're full, full blown, full tilt flat earthers. But here's normal people that are sucking what they need out of QAnon or conspiracy and then trying to validate their point of view with it. That's the danger of today's society. We can't tell what's real anymore and what's fake. People haven't got that. That's the most dangerous thing we face right now. Not nuclear war or not, you know, inflation, but people doing really, really dumb things because they can't tell the difference between what's real and what's not. Anyway, enough of that. I said I wouldn't become... Political, but no, Obama is still out roaming the countryside. He hasn't been in jail for six years for treason. Sorry, Flat Earthers. I've only got one thing to say to you. Aren't you really lucky they made the Flat Earth horizontal? Because what happens if it was on its side? Oh, think about that for a minute. Yawn. Okay, on with the next thing. So there were... There were some EVs that did catch fire, and GM were very, very good at them, uh, the Bolt, because they didn't do any of their own battery development. They held it all done by a company from China that made a bit of an error, apparently, CATL in the battery pack. All of this is public knowledge, and which caused the things to spontaneously combust if you charged them to a high level. Um, you know, GM, even though, Mary, you've done it again, you're leading um, GM recalled all of these things, just about sent their EV program broke, and I think they've just re-released them again. But in that time, GM were telling you, don't park them inside at your house. Don't park them in your garage. <laughs> Charge them out on the street. And there were parking bays in America that said, if you've got a, an EV, don't come in here. Because GM ruined the game for everyone with their substandard shit um, product. I mean, we're used to that. You know, we've been at GM subsidiaries here in Australia for a long, long time. So we're used to that, but yeah, you see, that's what the QAnoners grab on, and you know, who gives a shit if a petrol car catches fire? Happens a million times a day around the world. It's not that interesting, right? But if an EV catches fire, well, that's interesting, because it fuels conspiracy, and it fuels fake news, and it, actually, that was Donald Trump that came up with fake news, so there you go, but it fuels uh, stuff that tiny minds can sort of adhere to. Now, speaking of tiny minds, one thing I did notice when I was screaming around out in the country, having a good good old time um, in the Telstra, was the number, I mean, it happens every day to me, but in, because it's Easter weekend, what Easter weekend does, the long weekend, four days off, it, it all of the road routers tend to gravitate out onto the streets. It's like the road router festival of death. If you've got something with a shit shovel on the roof that's poorly tuned, 37-inch wheels on a highlights can barely pull its own body mass and uses 30 litres per hundred of $2 a litre diesel, you're out on the Easter weekend and you're showing everyone what time it is by driving absolutely flat stick everywhere and maybe, just maybe, being able to achieve the speed limit. It was really, really quite comical watching some of them. People trying to get up your ass and overtake you and, you know... Like, I'm sitting on 100, and the speed limit, 
is here is 110, as my American listeners wouldn't know that. It's not 110 mile an hour. It's like 65 mile an hour or something. Um, and, you know, I'll be sitting on 70 and I'll come up and they'll wind these things up for about 2Ks to try and overtake you in the, in the overtaking lanes and then just jam themselves in front of you and, like, just not be able to go around a corner or not be, just... So I just don't let them. I just put my foot down and just drop drop them 50 lengths back. And, you know, which upsets them. And then they'll, you know, they'll find a downhill run where I'm doing some regen and they'll try and bury themselves up the, up your ass. And, you know, road routers are a special blend of individual. But I don't get too upset with them because I figure they're not upset with me because I drive an EV. I think they're just busting for a shit and I should get out their way. I mean, why else would you carry around a shovel on your roof to dig your own hole on the side of the road when there's perfectly good toilets everywhere? I've never got that one. Good stuff, that. Um, yeah, so it's a first all of the road router, and what they do is they go out, and it's sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. They go out, and because they've road routed the shit out of their, their tradie pickups or various Land Cruisery patrol things, as they've road-rooted it all up, made it overly heavy and put huge wheels on it, they cut the living shit out of all of the tracks, which means someone with a normal four-wheel drive, i.e. as delivered from the factory with possibly just a tune and some smart mods, someone with a normal four-wheel drive can no longer use those tracks. You need 37s, you need 5-inch lift kits, and you need a full-blown, like, front or lobotomy vehicle in the, in the state of a road router to be able to navigate these tracks because other road routers have chopped them up, you see. So I know in the high country, for example, this is bloody hilarious. Uh, the police get out there on their dirt bikes and they go on, they go road router hunting and they drug test them all, get them. Uh, RBT, like breath test them all, get them. And then just run out the canary pad and defect the shit out of every single one of them. And of course, the cops brag about this on the internet, on Facebook, and then they're all a comment. Your grubs, your dogs, your flogs, why don't you go and catch some criminals? Well, let me tell you something, boys and girls and road router honors out there. You are the criminals. You see, because not only are you breaking the law as far as road rules are concerned, and yeah, look, I don't agree with some of the modification rules that are out there, so don't automatically go at me. But when you're flogging that piece of shit down the road, full tilt, trying to make out it can do an open road speed limit when it barely can, and you've lifted the centre of gravity, changed the roll centres, overweighted it, and put it on tyres that aren't meant to be used on sealed surfaces, and anymore the walking pace, you are going to fucking well kill someone with your pure stupidity and negligence, and you should be defected off the road, if not, spend a little bit of time in the clink to have a think about how fucking stupid you actually are and how little you know about physics. This isn't a go at anyone with four-wheel drives because there are plenty of guys and girls out there that buy a four-wheel drive. They may change the, the actual tyres that are road base to an all-terrain, which will pretty much get you anywhere. They may change the spring rates in the suspension if they're towing. That's fine. But lifting things five or six inches and then putting the wheels four or five inches higher than them with some Chinese shit suspension that you bought cheap online, 
it's a recipe for disaster. And if you get defected off the road, consider yourself lucky. So it might have stopped you from killing someone when the big heavy piece of shit lurches out of control across lanes and slams into some innocent family going the other way. Yes, they're hard words, but they've got to be said. So coppers, keep up the good work. What else has happened this weekend? Now, all you road routers, put the Kleenex down, right? You deserve this. It's been coming for a long time, and Marty's got to tell you how it is. What else has happened this weekend? Well, I had a very refreshing experience with Streco this weekend, and I know people like Julian Newton from City LDV come and get stung on a stinger. We'll be listening to this, and I had Streco just dropped around, you know, swooped in like the Ibis Birdie is uh, yesterday afternoon and uh, was showing me some elderly Porsche he'd bought. He loves elderly Porsches. He's not allowed to park them on the driveway or the helipad out here at Anglevale because they all are incontinent. And they all piss themselves. They all leak oil in a tremendous fashion. Anyone that knows Streco should not be surprised at any of that. But he bought himself a Boxster, a very nice little hairdresser's car, very elderly one at that, you know. So it was a very elderly Boxster. He was making a bit of noise, you know, about how good it was. You know, I think it had been a flood damage car. I don't know what had happened to it, but, you know, Streckhardt bought it. It would have been cheap. It would have had a bit of a haircut and back into business. But he was showing me how the convertible thing worked when he left. And one thing... I do know is that convertible cars are mainly shit. Like terrible, terrible shit. And Strecko proved it to me with the operation of the electric roof. He looked at me and he goes, watch this. The hard top was up. He pushed the down button and it sort of lurched backwards and crack, crack, crack. And the back flipped up. <laughs> See, Strecko had forgotten to unlatch it at the front. But still, shouldn't they have safeties? So then he's unlatched it at the front. And he's gone to shut it again, reopen it, and all of these sort of, they've got like, um, oh, what are they called? They're like plastic or fingers, like they're, they're bows. All of the bows that held up the back of the roof just exploded everywhere like a, like a jack-in-a-box. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen. And I basically pissed myself laughing. It was just brilliant at the actual, at the, <laughs> at the carnage that occurred and the look on Streco's face. So that'll be straight onto the tennis court, never to be driven again. I actually asked him this morning. I said, how's that roof button going? Because he unpressed it again. And I said, sorry for laughing, Streco, but it was the funniest shit. Don't worry, the next owner will try and operate the roof and find out about that some stage soon. But unconvertible cars, just horrible. Like, why would anyone want one? Let's have a look at some of the reasons why. Now, convertible road routers, wow. You know, that's where you've got to tie the shovel to the roll cage and hope that any of the dried giblets on the end of it don't fall in your face while you're driving. But yeah, convertibles as a rule, they're floppy. Yep, they got brewer's droop. The bodies aren't tied together anymore because the roof forms possibly the most important structural member of any vehicle cut the roof off, the thing flops around like an old rubber glove. Things creak, crack, fall apart. Horrible. Security risk. If you've got a soft top, now my old Jeep, not so bad because it's got a, a hard top. 
it just takes four growing men and big ones to lift it on and off. Look, two people can do it, but it's like 70 kilos and it's a pain in the ass to take on and off and then you've got to put it somewhere. But that's all right because they're not so much of a security risk. The old, the old soft tops, you get around with a box cutter, open the car and just get in it. In fact, I had a friend that had an old Ford Capri. Now, they were a Mercury Cougar or something in the States, but they were those horrible little things made here that were soft top based on a Mazda 323. And the vehicle was new at the time, and we were out in the city in it one night. And uh, I don't know what happened, but we got back to it about 3 a.m. in the morning, and someone had decided to open the roof with a box cutter, peel it back, and then use the front driver's seat as an ablution facility. Yes, he had taken a shit on the driver's seat of this car that was barely new, at the time. <sighs> Obviously, this is before four-wheel drives and shovels were invented, and he just had to go. No, but it wasn't Easter weekend. So, yeah, this is, you know, and it wasn't uncommon for people that went out and parked their, their cars. Like, you know, one guy I know came back and, and found his convertible with the roof down and some guy sleeping in it with the seat laid back. He got out and said, sorry, he was just a bit tired and there was nowhere to sit down and take a kip. Other people would just use them as rubbish bins. You know, people walking along with an old hamburger wrapper, there's a car with the lid down, toss it in. I've seen that many, many times. And, yeah, it's nasty. Where convertibles are really good, and I, I, I heard of this happening, I've never seen it, is uh, there was a, a, there is a street in Adelaide called O'Connell Street. It's in North Adelaide. And back in the day, I mean, it still is a very affluent area, um, back in the day, at night, you know, the people would park along there in all of their nice cars and a certain little group of scumbags, they did this once or twice, used to go sort of like car surfing. They used to jump up on the boot, roof, bonnet, boot, roof, bonnet, boot, roof, bonnet, and just go running across all the top of these poor people's parked cars and smash the living shit out of them, dent them, destroy them, and write them off. And they thought they were pretty, pretty cool. That is, till one day one of these little fuckwits, and that's being kind, was doing this, and about the fifth car in a row was a convertible with the roof down. Well, the little fucker ended up in hospital. Jump, jump, crack. Just about snapped himself in two over the top of the windscreen, head first into the bonnet. You know, damaged the car, but also like totally screwed himself up. That was a fantastic story. So that is where convertibles can be useful. Other than that, there is no good use for them, particularly in this country, in Australia, where it gets so damned hot for so many months of the year and we've got such terrible problems with UV burning the absolute shit out of yourself. The very, very last thing you'd want is to drive around, uh, you know, in your 5.0 with your rag top down so your hair can flow particularly me because i don't want to have my back on display if you want to see any hair i've got flowing so that's my little tirade on convertible streco i really hope that you uh do fix that roof before you on sell it to the next poor unsuspecting mug oh dear um one thing i did notice over the break is that fuel prices didn't go up 
I mean, Scotty from marketing absolutely shot himself in the foot by overreacting and giving away $2.5 billion. They cannot afford to knock 22 cents a litre off fuel because of the rise in the Ukraine, you know, the initial reaction to the Ukrainian situation. Um, well, prices stabilised, didn't they? And so now, because Scotty from marketing gave away all this bloody money that we have to pay back in, term, in, in the form of increased tax. Yes, boys and girls, it's not magic. It doesn't come from nowhere. We pay for it. Now fuel is cheaper because of that than it was before the war began. How bloody stupid that, you know, they couldn't even read basic market trends. All of the smart, smart, smart people in the government just trying to buy votes with your and my money. So, yeah, people are out there. The roads are busy. You know, road routers dodging coppers, uh, people with V8s enjoying their last hurrah flogs with EVs, um, you know, doing range measurements and walking their dog. And, of course, flat earthers in AU Falcons. They tend to love an AU because that's, you know, that's the only thing that should be curved is an AU Falcon. It's got the curvature of the earth on a car. So that pretty much sums up my Easter weekend. Now, what have we got to look forward to upcoming? Um, I've gone on about it at some stage, but well, for some time now, but people are still struggling to get their heads around the fact, and I really want you to work on this, those of you at home that, that do listen to this, that our automotive landscape is about to change really, really drastically, and it's got nothing to do with me. It's got nothing to do with people that like V8s and it's got nothing to do with fuel companies and it's got nothing to do with Elon Musk and Telstra. No, it's got to do with governments. You see, they're outlawing shit. They're doing it off their own bat. They're outlawing shit so that if you want to be a manufacturer, a car manufacturer that sells cars, you've got to do what they say. Now, this has always been the way in California. For many, many, many years with the CAFE standards, was the corporate average fuel economy and all that stuff's just getting worse and worse and worse. So don't blame the individuals, don't blame me. In fact, if you're in America, you'd be much more worried about having your um, non-registered drag car that's based on a road car outlawed and confiscated um, because that's how stupid their lawmakers are getting over there at the moment. That's right, there's a SEMA is your only hope at registering with SEMA and becoming a member of SEMA and, and getting the was it the restoration or the preservation the RPM Act basically they're trying to they're trying to allow race cars to be race cars that aren't road registered and the government is saying if it was a road car once and you want to race it it's got to apply to all of the road rules still even if it never sees a road have you heard anything more stupid from any government in your whole time well, actually, uh, yes, I have. And you have. You've heard it here a couple of times too. It's some old dude. His name is Brandon. Mary, you've electrified the entire auto industry. You've done it. Congratulations, Mary. And <laughs> good old Brandon, Sleepy Joe. Hey, look, thanks, boys, girls, kids, flogs, flat earthers for tuning into Range Anxiety. I hope you enjoyed your Easter break. I'll talk to you again real soon.